right, all right, all right. Let's do this shit. I feel like we need to keep the claps to like 100, 120 BPM. These slow claps throw me off. <laughs> That's fair. It was a little slow. Get your metronome, John. <laughs> Tiger style. Woo! Alright, you guys ready to fuck up these... Who are we fighting? I don't even remember. Dwarves? No. Some lady. I'm sure we're getting a, a nice recap. It's been so long. No idea. I believe last time ended with, I teleport behind you. Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You did. You said something invisibly behind the lady, right? Yeah, I, I teleported. I killed a guy, teleported behind her, and told her to surrender. She was. Because, like, the people, like, hey, they're not catching anybody when they fall. Yeah, they're not. And you're going down next. Welcome back to Martial Matters. Where. Welcome back to Martial Matters, where we all marshal and we matter. <laughs> yeah, where our boys here have been fighting their way through the 30th decennial Ruby Phoenix Tournament. Upon joining the tournament, you decided to name your group the Grappled Casters. Oh, wait. Or is it Grappled Caster? Decided is a strong word. It's decidedly singular. Well, it, it's it's definitely singular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. There's only one of me. Yeah, because you're like the grappled caster, and they're like, wait, isn't there like four of them? What the? It's artistic. You mauled through your first match against the monkey boys, who didn't even stand a chance. Although they did grapple your caster again, just to rub it in. You had a wicked exhibition match that uh, you did pretty well against, too. He was a nasty fella, but you guys barely took the beating. I think Nutmeg took the most of the beating from that guy. Uh, and then, at the end of the first night, there was a large feast. You guys partied down, you danced, you drank. Uh, Captain Bluescale, being the only one that didn't drink the provided wine, which turned out to be poisoned. One Ichabod Slain ended up following one of the teams back to their lodgings sneakily and charmed and attempted to murder uh, their, their hobgoblin friend. I mean, if only Terminal Velocity didn't exist, I would have succeeded. But no, Terminal Velocity is still a thing, apparently, and fall damage caps at 20d6. Who would have known? Who knew that? Womp womp. <laughs> The more you know. You pesky kids and your terminal velocity. <laughs> and well, he found out that that team that has been kind of uh, mean mugging you guys the whole time and trying to learn about your fighting styles, it turns out they were the ones, apparently, to poison the wine. And this hobgoblin fellow also let loose, seeing Ichabod as a trusted friend thanks to his magic, uh, that they were going to try and help him win the tournament somehow. And yeah, you then proceeded to Dimension Door, both of you, like 800 feet in the air, or 80 feet in the air. 800. It would have been a lot cooler if it was 80d6 fall damage. 800 feet in the air, and then drop him through the roof of the inn that they were staying at. Uh, the next morning came, and you guys ended up in an exhibition match. Asked to go to a location, a bluff known as the Wall of Seven Winds. A 120-foot vertical cliff between New Harbor and the Grand Pavilion, where your matches have been up to now. Here, the winds are known to be always particularly strong. You are all given a pair of slippers of spider climb, and you watched your opponents walk off the edge of the cliff as the fight was to take place on a completely vertical cliffside. It's pretty cool, man. Got some hard ratchet and clank vibes on that one. You are 
facing off against Orometsu Yasi, a beautiful Tianmin woman and her monk compatriots. And we left off right in the middle of that fight. Blue Scale had just knocked one of the monks off the wall, and the safety measures, the people down in boats at the bottom of the cliff that are supposed to be casting Featherfall on people if they fall off, uh, apparently weren't doing their job in that moment, at least, as that monk fell all the way down. To his death. And who's to say what happened to him? To his death. Actually, he's probably still falling, because I think that was just this round. Why don't we go to the map? Let's do it. Come on, boys. Oh, yeah, this does not look good. Well, if the hobgoblin survived that fall to the crushing earth, uh, hopefully these guys will survive into the water. Well, I think one of the big differences is the hobgoblin was fully healthy when he got dropped, whereas these guys haven't oh, yeah. fallen to the <laughs> face until they fell unconscious. Yeah, we've been kicking their asses. I'm showing him at one hit point. <laughs> Uh-oh. We still have a bunch of shit active, if you remember, everybody. We have all this shit that's uh, that's active on us still. Yes. Tell us about our active shit, Surat. Oof. It's coming out of the butt. Oh, boy. Technically, it's, it's invisible. Uh. It's greaterly invisible for the next eight rounds, or at least Wesley is. And then we all have fly for the next almost ten minutes. 18 rounds of haste and six and a half, six point nine minutes of arcane accuracy, which I'm not even really sure what is, but sounds dope. <laughs> so we we all have haste. Only only blue scale has arcane accuracy and greater invis. Arcane accuracy is a magus ability. Gotcha. John has us on a map that appears to be the side of a cliff, and we are looking at a vertical map situation. Not that it really matters, since we can fly. Yeah, so even if we get tripped, we still, or go unconscious, we feather fall to the ground. Which is good for us. I believe Nutmeg was the last one to go. Top of the round, you hear... And then a splash mm. far down beneath you. Fancy. As that person is removed from the turn order. Uh-oh. And it is Ichabod Slane's turn. Ichabod Slane's gonna reach back into his magical abilities, one of the first things that he ever learned, and he's gonna he's gonna do a fan favorite. A little uh, a little magic missile action on these three dudes who are standing right next to each other. Alright. So should we go right to left? I want one missile at the guy on the far right, one missile at the guy in the middle, and the other three missiles going at their boss to the left. Okay. I think that's D4 plus one, so we'll just resolve them in that order, I guess. All right. So the guy on the right is two damage, the guy in the middle is three damage, and then the three on the other side are five damage and a two damage, and one more for four damage. All right. It's force damage, if that matters. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, your magic missiles fly out across the cliffside and smack them good. Awesome. And then he's going to move up a little bit. He's probably going to move like 10 feet down the cliff, which is to the south. Okay. And he's good. That's his turn. All right. And you're still, you're floating like 20 feet away from the cliffside. Is that right? Yeah, so I'm 20 feet away from the cliffside. I don't know how high up we are, but yeah, 20 feet away from the cliff. So yeah, the ground is essentially the bottom of this map. Gotcha. So you're about 90, 95 feet above the ground. Rakurai is up next. Rakurai is wielding his Naginata. He takes a five-foot step up the cliff so that he can use this reach weapon against the boss. Uh, he is flanking with blue scale. I'm going to take a full round attack with haste 
all on the boss. If it looks like I'm taking her down, I don't I don't know what what is she looking like right now? Is she bloody or Un- injured? She's looking she's looking scraped up, not super bad. Okay, well, I'm not trying to kill her. So, if at any point in this series of attacks it looks like she's going down, I would stop or move my attacks to one of the other guys. Okay. Here we go. That's four swings. Holy first shit, one bro. It's coming in at a 32. Oh my god. And 25. Uh, we got a pretty bad roll there for number three with a 17. And then the last one, Hasted, is also a bad roll, but 22. Where are we finding her AC at? All right, so the uh, first two are going to hit. All right, so that's going to deliver 63 points of damage. Jesus Christ. We got power attack on, um, buff, uh, yeah. You have plus 27 to your damage right now. You rolled a three on that damage roll. <laughs> I've issued a challenge to her. That increases my damage as well. Pretty hardcore. Yeah, you just lay into her, take two massive hits across her chest, blood sprays onto the cliffside as the wind is blowing her hair around. She's still standing completely horizontally against the cliffside, but she's standing. Rakurai says, impressive. Uh, 60 damage would have taken me almost down. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. That's my turn. Alright. Now, it is some of my turns. All of my turns, actually. We have this monk on your right, or I guess it's on your left if you're looking down. Oh, let's not do that. (laughs) This monk is going to try and get behind you uh, to set up some flanking here, but he's going to provoke in the process. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess he can roll acrobatics to try and avoid that, uh, but it's probably not very likely. Let's give it a shot. Oh, yeah, get into it. So his acrobatics. Let's go. Okay, he's got pretty good acrobatics. Okay. Uh, that's that's going to be a 37 wow. acrobatics. Impressive. All right, that'll that'll be it. All right. He rolled pretty good, and he's got a pretty good bonus. Uh, so he gracefully gets behind you, avoiding any attacks. He's coming at you with his Shenguo hook sword. It's probably... Oh, he's... Okay, it's a 29 to hit. Does not hit. Well, it's a natty 19. <laughs> he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what is your AC, dude? 31. Holy shit, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, if he would have waited for that flanking, then he would have hit you. All right, all right. So he misses. And then Orometsuyasi is up next. She hears Blue Scale behind her, recognizes his voice from the party, and is going to five-foot step up to the taiga that challenged her. And it's going to do a full attack. She's like, I'll surrender when I'm dead. That can be arranged. <laughs> and her Nodachi comes at you for... All right, that is a 32. Yep. And a critical threat on a 15 to 20 crit range. Uh, she rolled another 15. Damn. Um, hold on just a second here. I've got some tricks up my sleeve. So I'm going to spend some greater resolve to negate a critical hit against me. Mm, okay. Nice. So at level nine, a samurai can spend his resolve to negate some of his most grievous wounds. After a critical hit is confirmed against him, the samurai can spend one use of his resolve as an immediate action to treat that critical hit as a normal hit. Effects that only trigger on a critical hit do not trigger when the samurai uses this ability. All right. All right, cool. So that crit is a regular hit. That was her first attack of two. She gets only gets two attacks, but it's a good thing that you did that. It's going to be 15 damage 
plus five cold damage. As there's no dachi, as like cold mist coming off of it, freezing to the touch when it hits your skin. Maybe it pierces through a softer part of your armor. And the second attack. It's a netty 19, but it's a lower bonus. 19 plus 12 is a 31. Yeah, that'll do. All right, that's going to be a crit too. And rolled 18. Double crits, huh, John? Nice. Good for you. Well, she's got a crazy crit range. Okay. She does, yeah. 15 to 20. Yeah. Uh, Can you do that thing more than once? If I can do two immediate actions, I don't think I can. Yeah. I think you only get one immediate action. Right. So it's going to be... Well, I rolled D6s on accident. We'll just make that the cold damage. It's going to be three cold damage. Oh, you rolled well, huh? <laughs> no, I rolled a, a one and a two. What you got? That was for you, buddy. Thanks. Here's the D10s. <laughs> uh, five and a four. 27 damage. Okay. And then that's her turn. And this other hook sword guy behind her is going to... Who I imagine also heard you, Blue Scale, is going to try and hit you in the square he heard you from. He's going to five-foot step behind his master and attempt to attack that square. What's that, like a 50% mischance? Yeah, it's total concealment. All right, he rolled a natty two. (laughs) So I'm not even going to bother. That's it. That's going to be his turn. He tries to hit you, and then he's just, like, standing there looking around, wondering where the hell you got off to in a defensive pose. Okay, but you can't see. <laughs> and it is your turn, Captain Blue Scale. Well, Blue Scale's going to take that five-foot step up. Oh, why is this being so laggy? Uh, anyways, five-foot step up. As a swift action, I'm going to activate um, my arcane focus, which makes the claws and the mouth and all that stuff come out. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and cast a Shocking Grasp. A level oh, yeah. one Shocking Grasp. Old Sparky. And then I'm going to lay into her. Uh, full attack. Um, so that will be three attacks. First one. Can you do Shocking Grasp and do full attack? Yes, because I'm a Magus, so I can do a spell combat. I take a minus two to my attack rolls, but I can cast a spell. It's just like two weapon fighting, the spells and a weapon. That's like the Magus' main thing. Cool. Um, so that's a 19 plus... So that's a 40 to hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. She's also um, functionally flat-footed, so no dex bonus to AC, no uh, dodge bonus to AC. Uh-huh. Uh, so that will deliver the weapon, and the um, shocking grasp will fire off. So that's a single d6. Oh, that's not that's a 19 on the die, so that threatens critical. Ooh-hoo. Because I also have a 15 to 20 crit range. You have 15 to 22. Keen scimitar, baby. Nice. Okay, with a nat 20 to confirm. Oh yeah, that'll. So all these <laughs> dice, or both of these dice, are getting doubled. Dang, I wish I would have cast a higher level shocking grasp. Now, uh, so that's two d six for the shocking grasp. So that's three plus one per die because I'm a blue dragon thing. So five electric damage. All right. God. Is it on a critical? And I, I've forgotten everything now. Is it do- just double the dice or double everything? Like, so if I do a d6 plus 9, is it 2d6 plus 18 on a crit? Yes. Okay. Yikes. Uh, so 20 points of damage with the scimitar. Two ones on the damage die. That's sad. All right. So that happens at the same time. The shocking grasp comes through your scimitar, right? Correct. Yeah. Blade hits, cuts her, and then discharges a bunch of electricity into her. And on that hit, she's like, ah, 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 like Street Fighter or something. <laughs> It's all electrified and arches back and starts falling. Um, I'm going to give the guy that's directly beneath her a reflex save to not get <laughs> knocked by her. Okay, he got, he's pretty good on that. Okay, well, he's going to get uh, a sword to the face now. <laughs> I bet he wished he did get knocked down. 
Would have, probably would have hurt a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's another 40 to hit, threat and critical. Oh my god. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> that is a 28 to hit, and he is also flat-footed oh. to me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I take it that confirms? What's the c- confirm? It's a 28. Yes. Well, actually, I actually rolled D4s, but whatever. Um, so that's 24 damage on that attack. Alright. He's still standing there looking at me, Goofy. He is. Alright, let's hit him again. One more. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. And again, flat-footed. So, no dex, no dodge. Uh, yep, that hits. Oh my so, god, bro. And that will be another uh, 11 points of slashy face damage. My god. So he took 35 total this round. Alright. He is still up. He is clutching his wounds as the blood is dripping down sideways down the face of this cliff. And he watches his master plummet. You could yield. This could be over. Is that, is that your turn? Yeah. Yeah, he just kind of looks at you and rub blood off of his face and holds his hook swords up. Nutmeg Wanderfoot is up next. That's my name. Don't wear it out. So this awesome armored halfling moves down the cliff. It uh, looks like, I don't know, 20 feet or so. And he's, he's marching down the cliff carrying this glaive with reach and he says now would be a good time for you to all give up and he'll channel selecting them out of the channel unfortunately at this time oh rude yep and he's got to keep rakurai looking good so here's a channel for anybody who needs it in our team and that looks like a one two twos and a four for nine points of positive energy washing over the team (laughs) better than nothing yeah that'll that'll help at least pretty weak well it'll bring nutmeg up to full he's got a a full 59 points but rakurai's down to (laughs) 26 out of 126 yikes jeez so, anyways, uh, non-mechanical demand for them to give up. And that's my turn. Right on. So, I realized that my shocking grasp actually should have done 10d6 electric damage. Because uh, <laughs> okay. I did it as spell level instead of caster level. It doesn't make a difference, but I'm going to roll it because that's a lot of dice, wow. and I don't ever get to roll 10d6. Well, I think it might kill her, so... Let's see what it was. Oh, yeah, she's definitely... I, I assume definitely dead. So that was 35 plus one point per die for blue dragony stuff. Um, so it would be 45... It'd be roughly 40 electric damage. I don't know which dice you want to drop out of there. I think you just subtract three off of it. Because actually, technically, I rolled 2d4 by mistake. Oh, but they rolled threes, which is the average for a D6 anyway, so however you slice it, if we want to just take the 10 D6, it would have been 45 electric damage. I'll tell you right now, she was at negative eight, uh, and she had a 14 con. So, like, six more damage would have killed her. So, yeah. Her smoking corpse is flying down the cliffside, and it doesn't matter if they try to cast, cast Featherfall on her or not. She is done for. Gave her the chance to yield. Can't blame me. Done for. She did say she specifically did. that she would rather die than yield. So she got what she wanted. <laughs> yeah. Really, I was just being generous. <laughs> Blue scale is nothing if not respectful. Probably the most honorable person you've met here. But yeah, you're, you're right. She did. She said it. It's her words, not mine. <laughs> um, and... Up next is Ichabod Slain. Ooh, Ichabod Slain! Uh, alright. Um, he is seeing that his buddy Rakurai is pretty beat up, but there's not really much he can do at this moment. I was hoping that that channel was going to do something better for you. 
So he is going to like it. it I'm gonna flavor it, but it's it's called uh, the spell is called Snowball, and so he like in out of midair kind of like balls up some snow and like a little like like he's collecting it out of nowhere, but like a snowball starts to form, and he throws it at the dude that he is hovering um, away or above. Let's just call it above the one that is like on the cliff uh, below him, essentially. And so it is going to be a ranged touch attack. My ranged touch is pretty good. It's at plus 11. Or no, yeah, ranged touch is plus 12, but it is into melee combat, but I have a precise shot, thank God. But it's within 20 feet, Mm. so I get a plus what? I also have point blank shot and precise shot, so I get a plus one on attack and damage rolls. Okay, so I get a plus one to this roll. So it's a plus 13 range touch against that guy. That's a 17 on the die. Look at this guy. Sniper caster. Way to go, Surat. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's a 29 against touch. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 5d6 cold damage. Ooh. So that's 10... Plus another seven is 17. Plus one is, wow, that's another six. So that's uh, 23 cold damage from the snowball as he just gets smacked from above. 23? 23. All right. Solid snowball. You put like some quarters in that shit? (laughs) Yeah. It's like an ice ball, and then he peed on it a little bit. It's a yellow snowball. Is that what you guys did back in Florida? <laughs> yeah. With all the snow that we had. Uh-huh. <laughs> they they went and bought slushies. It did snow like once. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till uh, free Slurpee day. All right. Anything else from Ichabod Slane? <clears throat> no, I, no, I think he's good here. Right on. And then the wounded Rakurai is up next. These two monks, they're almost flanking me. What are they looking like? The one that is closer to blue scale looks pretty badly wounded. Uh, the guy right behind you, he's, he's, he's cut up a bit, but he's, he's still standing strong. Okay, well then, he will be the focus of my attack. I will take a five-foot step to the west from my perspective uh, this is putting me five feet away from either target but I'll, I'll go at the guy who just got snowballed and here's a full round naginata attack if at any point he looks like he's going down I'll deftly maneuver over towards the other guy to, to finish out my attacks here we go All right. 32 30, and then a measly 17 and 19. All right, so uh, the 32 is going to hit. 34 damage. That looks like uh, that brings him down pretty low. He's not unconscious, but he looks very badly wounded. I'm sorry, hold on. I I, I messed up. Um, I still have challenge on. Challenge added another 11 damage. Let me turn that off. So that oh, okay. 34 becomes a 23 damage. All right. Well, he is, uh, he looks bloodied after that first hit. I'll tell you that. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and deliver that second attack, um, which, uh, minusing flanking is a 28 to hit, and that will deliver 19 damage. Right, okay. He, like, almost falls down to his knees, but he's barely standing up. Barely. Rakurai roars, yield. He is sitting there, like, almost down to a knee. He's looking up at you, bleeding from his face. He looks down at his master, who's fallen down into the sea, like a barbecued pretzel. Mmm, barbecue pretzel. And um, he's going to five-foot step and do a flurry of blows. 
they uh, seeing seeing their master killed kind of put the rage in their hearts. I don't even think it's going to be possible for him to hit you though, so don't worry. <laughs> he can nat twenty. Yeah, I think he's going to have to. We gave her her final wish. He's like kind of crying and bleeding, and he just comes at you with his two hook swords. We sent her out like a G. Uh, four attacks. I think I need a natty 20 to hit you. That's a, that's a six. A five. A 17. Yeah, no. You said 31? Yes. Yeah. No, and a 20. Not a natural 20, but a total of 20. Uh, so four misses as he's just like barely able to lift his swords anymore. And the guy behind... Take her out. The guy on the other side of you, next to Blue Scale, who he has just failed to find, and it's getting beat by him anyways. Uh, he's going to five foot step and try to do the same thing. Natty fifteen, Natty nineteen, Natty two, Natty ten. No such luck. It's like four Oromatsu! And you just are deftly dodging out of the way or shinking shots off with your armor. Yeah, my my touch AC is 20, so most of those don't even touch me. Yeah, they got a couple 20s. All right, well, they touch me. They touch my armor, but (laughs) that's about it. Yeah. They say, oh, it's so shiny. (laughs) Shing, shing, shing. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And we're back to Captain Blue Scale. Ninja murderer. Uh, full attack. Why not? Uh, ho- ho- before you do, um, Nutmeg is not providing flanking for you since he's wielding a reach weapon. Okay. I can live with that. I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it matters either. I, d- I, d- I just wanted to throw that out there. Most of your attack bonuses are higher than any of the ACs. So. <laughs> I'll five foot step over here anyway. Out of flanking, potential flanking anyway. Um, full attack though. <laughs> it's three scimitar strikes, a bite, and a claw. Is all coming at this dude. Woo! First scimitar. Uh, good luck, monk. That one. No. Uh-huh. Oof. The oof. Confirmation oof. on that is a twenty-five. So I think I'm safe. All right. D- does not confirm. Okay. Second scimitar attack is a twenty-seven. Hit. For 11 points of damage. Alright. He's standing, but he is weak. Third scimitar attack. 37 and threatens critical. Oh, yeah. That is a 26 to confirm. Yep. Okay, so that is 26 points of damage. Alright, that takes him down. Oh, I didn't get to bite him. (laughs) (laughs) That, in fact, with a constitution of 12 kills him exactly. Do you want to describe how that happens? Nice, bro. Uh, he's just full, like, just wailing on a guy, just like full overhand chops, just like both trying to cut into him, but also just the sheer force knock him off of his feet, and I assume it's just cleaving into his collarbone, so he's probably like halfway down into his chest with that last chop. Oh, yeah. Jeez. No one can see you though. We just see him just like split in half and start You just falling. see his shoulders yeah. starting to separate from his body. Classic Terminator 2 shoulder separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he plummets to. Well, he's already met his doom, so he just plummets post doom. Those are the pirate rules. You give them a chance to surrender. If they don't, you go as violently as possible. So the next time you offer someone to surrender, they know what happened to the person before, and they listen. Yeah, that makes sense. And then we come to Nutmeg, who is right next to this man, just being torn asunder by an invisible blue scale right before his eyes. Probably terrified. Nutmeg's been around. Uh, he's okay. he's focused on keeping Raku Rai healthy, so he is going to uh, give up a high-level spell for the day in order to 
boost up the boss. Let's let's get some cure critical happening here. Ooh. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've got this built. Let's give it a click. Cure critical. Twenty-two points of positive energy flow into Rakurai. Nice. Still bloody. <laughs> That's the downside of having so many hit points. It takes so long to fill up the tank. Yeah, totally. I do have a wand of cure light that we can like fill you up with after this battle. Yeah, good. In case you didn't well, want to burn all time. those spells. <laughs> um, you know, it's not Nutmeg's show to shine in. Gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. It's, it's it's all you, buddy. What do you want to do? Some of you probably don't know this. But uh, Ichabod Slain took one level in Fighter, because he thought he was going to be a badass when he was younger. And uh, <laughs> this guy this guy doesn't uh, look too good, right? The guy, the last guy who's left? Correct. So Ichabod Slain is going to fly down, because he's like pretty much right above him, out from the cliff wall. Above is a relative turn, but I guess we're like looking straight down. And he's going to fly down to where he can make a, a shot, and he is going to draw out a longsword and take a couple whacks at this guy. Ooh, why not? Why not? Trying to conserve my spell slots a little bit, too. All right. Plus one longsword. It's a plus eight. He gets two attacks. He gets three attacks. Oh, it's not a full attack, though. He gets two attacks at a plus eight. Here we go. First one. Oh, it was a natural one. Oh, god damn it. Okay, to confirm is, uh, 15? Confirms. Oh, no. The fumble. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he's not a fighter. He has one level, though. What do you, what do you want me to do? So you're not on the ground, you're, like, floating above him, relatively? Yeah, I would assume that he's, like, above him so he can still hit him in, like, the five-foot square that's, like, to his, like, above him and to the, like, left of him, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like he's gonna catch your sword in his hook sword and kind of twist it out of your hand. Fuck you. And Okay, so my long, my plus one long sword starts falling away? Damn it. Or maybe it's still stuck in the hook sword. But I can't make another attack, so I just lose my second attack. That'd be fine. Why would you get a second attack? I have a BAB of over whatever, so I do get two attacks. But you moved. Yeah, you have to do a full attack to get that extra uh, attack still. Oh, do you? Yeah. I thought you still got two attacks. Okay, well, anyway, he uh, just gets his sword stuck there. Fuck you, dude. He's not going to be there for long. And Rakurai, Master of Mercy. Yes, Rakurai is going to show this monk mercy. And he's going to switch over to unarmed strikes. Show this monk what's what. So these are going to be non-lethal. And I'll stop when he goes unconscious or or takes a knee or whatever. Uh, I, I will practice some restraint here. And <clears throat> Rakurai comes in with... He's holding the Naginata now in his offhand, and he comes in just with a series of punches, elbows, uh, knees, and kicks. And here's here's a pile of dice rolls. <laughs> 25. Well, I'll tell you right now. Sure, tell me. Yeah, 20 AC and 5 hit points. All right, so the first shot knocks him out. Indeed. Then can, can I just say the fight's over and I catch him? You can give me, a, let's say, a DC 20 reflex save to catch him. Sure. 24. All right. Yeah, you're able to catch him. And how about, uh, Surat, you want to give me a luck roll to see if your sword drops? Um, sure. As he falls limp? Sure, I will... Where's the fuck is my other... I mean, it's not like you can't just go after it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to have to chase it down if I don't have to. All right, luck roll. Uh, oh no, that's a 48. That's pretty close. So is Rock right? Well, he'll, he'll fly. He's got a plus three luck. He's got a plus three to luck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Well, he'll go flying after his sword. So yeah, it's Rockerai. Okay. Yeah, uh, we'll say you're able to catch it. I mean, I was just being silly. He's like, oh no! Lizzie! It's, it's more cinematic that way. You go zooming down for your sword. Uh, what do the rest of you do? As the fight has ended. Uh, sit and watch. I, I assume he's like flying down, catches the guy, grabs the sword, drops the guy, flies back up with the sword. <laughs> oh yeah, well Rockerai caught the guy and then the sword <laughs> slipped out of his oh, hand. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, Rockerai is holding this unconscious monk, the last one left alive. I guess at this point we fly back up to the top of the cliff. Yeah, right it's over. Yep. Totally. So, you guys, still flying, float up the side of this cliff with this unconscious monk in your hands. And you see that there's a bunch of people gathered around uh, Martha's Anne who they're, like, just standing on the edge of the cliff, like, watching. And they see you come up, and they all start cheering and clapping. Yeah! Yeah! Grapple casters! Rock! <laughs> <laughs> Martha Zan like runs up to you like a skittish like a uh, <laughs> Surat loves it like a, <laughs> Martha Zan runs up to you guys like a, a schoolgirl and is like oh that was wonderful I haven't seen fighting like that in ages that was absolutely magnificent Martha Zan has Kendra's voice uh, he sure yeah. does <laughs> yeah, I, a little bit it's probably not what he sounded like a month ago, but, you know, well, you never know. <laughs> do any of us sound like we did a month ago? Right? No. Rakurai carries this it's... unconscious monk away from the cliff's edge and deposits him safely somewhere. Martha Zan will run over to the monk and kneel down and put a hand on his chest and see him casting some kind of magic, a healing spell of some sort. And the man comes to. It's like, come now, you've lost. You fought very valiantly, though. And the uh, the monk, shaking his head and coming to, kind of stands up and looks at you guys. You fight well. Please, accept this. And he pulls a really fancy-looking ring off of his hand and kind of, like, kneels down and uh, hands it to Rakurai. Rakurai accepts it and, in response, says, You fight hard. And what is not being said is that the monk well. does not fight well. <laughs> yeah. Sets <laughs> <laughs> <Sense> motive. <laughs> yeah, he kind of, like just bows and um, doesn't say much more, kind of runs off. He looks a little ashamed and he's still kind of crying about his master. Monks don't <laughs> cry. Hiding he's hiding it. <laughs> that like charred fucking husk of a human being that's floating in the water down there. Pretty um, sad. Martha sounds like it is a shame that um it appears the rest of his team won't be coming back. But these are the risks we take. I Let this just I be a lesson to everybody. You get one chance at surrender. Eyes the crowd. You you did give them the option. I. <laughs> They're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I presume Blue Scale is visible once again. Oh, yeah, he would have dismissed it as, as we came up the... Uh... Like, I think like as he's coming over the cliff, like start dropping the yeah. uh, invisibility, so it looks like he's like phasing back into existence. <laughs> yeah. Nothing if not theatrical. Now, I hope you're not too tuckered out because uh, I do believe your real bout for the day is about to begin. Uh, we should have enough time to make it back to the pavilion. Ooh, another well, fight! Are you? Did you see me out there? I almost got him. He's like so happy with himself as he's like <laughs> fingering the end of his sword. I almost got him once. 
Rakurai is bloody, so if Martha Zan is handing out healing, uh, it would be pretty <laughs> apparent that he needs it. <laughs> I got you, Rakurai. Let's see what he... Do you want me to? Do you want me to hit you with the wand? Sure. Yeah. Let's let's hit up that wand, please. So who are we up against next? I believe it is that awfully mysterious uh, Vudrani woman. Uh, I believe you were dancing with her just last night. Ganya Vesha. Oh, the one with the nasty breath weapon? <laughs> Very funny. I know. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Rot. That's 79, right? And you were down 78? Nice. Yes, perfect. And so, yeah, he will hastily and excitedly lead you guys back down the road towards the Grand Pavilion. The closer you get, the louder the crowd becomes. Uh, you can hear people are gathering around for a big match. Uh, he's, he tells you, like, as usual, um, both sides will get uh, exactly one minute before the match starts to prepare in any way they see fit. All right. Is this our, our last match of the day? Yes. So how does this work? We have exhibition matches that don't count. They're just for fun, and then we have actual tournament matches. Is that the, the difference? Yeah, so so each day there's an optional like test of strength or skill. Uh, there's an exhibition match, and there is a tournament match. So the this is the tournament match for the day? Correct. Okay, so this is the big one. And, and yeah... The exhibition matches are usually against, like, um, sometimes they're against c other competitors, sometimes they're against, like, creatures, or sometimes they're, you know, weird little scenarios that they've set up. Wait, so those Man. idiots just killed themselves yeah. for an exhibition match that yeah, didn't even further out. their <laughs> tournament win? <laughs> All right, so, well, the, like, uh, you know, a lot of people do it for glory and honor and, yeah. um... Shit's dangerous. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I hope they get a real nice engraving on their tombstone. <laughs> also, what was that ring? I actually that? expected you to kill her. I, oh yeah, you, uh, you that? literally said I would rather die. She she expected that. They were her last <laughs> words. Well, she said she, she said she would give up when she died. Like could have taken her out without killing her. Well, we could have. I think Wesley didn't fucking. I mean. Crit. Yeah, I had no control over that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at least one of you shows some restraint. <laughs> Showed restraint. I gave them all a chance. It's not my fault That's I'm fair. bad with a sword. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, he would have killed him too. But uh, yeah, can we um, do some uh, checks on that ring? Yeah, you give it a spellcraft. It is magical. Sure, you want me to do that? Uh, I will, yeah, I'll aid you on that. Uh, so that's 22 to aid. Okay, and I'll roll my spellcraft, which is a, ooh, that's pretty good. Natural 18 plus 2 plus 5, so 25. Oh, yeah, plus 2, yeah. It's a ring of feather falling. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> yeah, the only one that was wearing that, uh... Was the only one not to fall. Hmm. <laughs> Does anybody have a ring slot that they <laughs> want to put in there? Um, I mean, I don't have any rings, so if we're just yeah, I don't think I have any out. rings either. I I got um, both my ring slots filled, so I can cast fly on myself though, so it's probably more useful for Rocker Eye to have it just in case. Yeah. Um, likewise, Nutmeg can cast Fly on himself, so sure, I'll take that. Yeah, I think just as a precautionary measure. In case somebody just shows up in the middle of the night and Dimension Doors you 800 feet in the air. <laughs> you never know. It would have been great just if he had around, one of you know, like, Fuck! God damn it! Then what would I have done? I'd have been like, he's just like floating, <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, plan completely shot. Uh, 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 fireball, run! Exactly. <laughs> so, 
Um, it probably takes like a, about an hour and a half, I think, uh, to get from that cliffside back to the Grand Pavilion. It's like other side of the island, essentially. So buffs are gone. Unless they lasted longer than that, right. I guess. Haste is off. So as you approach the Grand Pavilion, uh, Marthazon kind of shows you to that kind of little area outside of the main fighting ring uh, that's kind of closed off where the teams can prepare before heading out into the arena. Um, so you have one minute to do whatever you need to do before going in. Do we know who we're fighting? He said that it was supposed to be Ganyavesha, the Vudrani woman. Oh, right. The one Blue Scale danced with. Okay. Let's do this. Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the crowd get loud again on the other side of this wall that, as the emissary you hear him announcing the other team says now on the second day of the tournament one of my favorite events the trial of the three towers oh shit we will have the dancing vipers and they go wow and they will be facing the grappled caster. And the crowd starts to go wild again. As you feel you're expected to walk around the corner. And let's throw you on this map. As you come around the corner, you see three large wooden towers. As the roar of the crowd in the Grand Pavilion is deafening, even compared to yesterday. You see, where previously the fight stage was bare, it now sports three pillars of wood and iron, each supporting two wooden platforms connected by rope ladders. So there are two levels of platforms on each of these three towers. One at 20 feet off the air, and another one at 40 feet off the air. You see, standing on the first level of the platforms, is that beautiful Fudrani woman who looks a lot bigger than the last time you saw her. What a coincidence, me too, we can still dance. <laughs> she is a large sized creature. And she is standing with three hook sword wielding monks who are dressed very similarly to the ones that you just tossed to their deaths. Well, was there a discount on these monks? Yeah, exactly, where'd <laughs> they get these guys? <laughs> Looking henchmen are us. Come on, man. They look, they look like they might be related. Yeah, are they not familiar with the inverse ninja rule? <laughs> What's that? Uh, the more ninjas they are, the weaker any individual ninja is. So one ninja, terrifying. Fifty ninjas, cannon fodder. Oh yeah, no, that's that's fair. Good thing they're monks. That's a good ninjas. rule, actually. That's totally Same true. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it makes Checks sense. out. <laughs> Verifiable proof. And studies have been conducted. Yeah, you come out after they announce you, and the crowd's going wild. He's like, this is your battlefield. Please take a place on opposite ends of the field, and we will begin. And uh, you see they're on the first level of the thing, and he's kind of expect you to set up somewhere across the way from them. These monks are medium size. Yes. And Ganyavesha is large size. And she's kind of like tossing around this kukri with a black blade, smiling, waiting for you guys to take your place. Dancing Vipers, are you ready? She looks and nods. The emissary looks over you guys. The grappled caster, are you ready? Hi. Ready. Let the match begin. And let's roll for initiative. Fuck yeah, let's do this shit. All right, what do we got here? Come on, boys. Oh, that's not bad. That's a 16. What is my initiative? Probably super high. It's a 14 for blue scale. 
Alright, uh, that's a 24. So, are we given extra rules about this particular fight? Um, or is it just standard knock them out? Yep, standard official match, just with an interesting environment. But there's no, like, if you touch the floor, you're out or some shit? Nope. Alright, let's fucking do this. It looks like at the top of the round, we've got Ichabod Slane. Ichabod Slane uh, draws out his quickened metamagic rod and cracks off a fly spell at a, as a swift action. Sweet. So it's move action to pull the rod out and a swift action to cast the spell? Yep. So he is flying now, and he is going to fly off of this second level of this 20-foot thing. 5, 10, 15, 20. You're 20 feet off the ground? Yep. All right. Ready to go. Danya Vaisha is up next. You see her? She's been, like, tossing her kukri up and catching it and fiddles with something in her hand. And you can see her sort of get a little harder to see. It, it looks like she's disappearing and reappearing every couple seconds. Of course. Of course. Fucking blink. Every time. She's going to move on the other side of this center mast here as she sees Ichabod flying around the other way to try and get some cover. It will then be one of the monk's turns, the hook sword monk, to the south here. He drops his hook sword that falls on a sort of a, a leash that's holding it to his waist, and he pulls a bow off of his back, knocks an arrow, and fires it at Ichabod. That is going to be a 20 to hit. 20 does not play. All right. Bounces off that mage armor, baby. Nice. And he is going to five foot step back up against that pole there. As this other monk next to him does the same thing in suit. Drops his weapon corded hook sword. Pulls out a bow and rolls even worse (laughs) to hit Ichabod. Misses entirely and five foot steps behind the pole there. Mm, is that all you got, boys? Then it is Blue Scale's turn. <laughs> so, given how massive I am, can I just step across this, like, looks to be like a three and a half foot gap between this tower and the next one? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do that. We kind of just step on the beam, stepping across again. First things first, I'm gonna spend a swift action um, and two arcane points to put on arcane accuracy for seven minutes. Okay. I'm then going to fight defensively because I'm a big safe boy <laughs> to have one one, one good old fashioned swing in the scimitar. Uh, that you, oh, that's still 29 to hit. That's gonna miss. Okay, that was it. I'm, I'm in Yo, position now. That's a lot. Holy shit. I mean, it was a six on the die, so. Right on. Then we're down to Nutmeg Wonderful. Alright. <clears throat> Nutmeg pulls out a longbow, a, a small-sized longbow, and he targets this monk across the way, uh, the southernmost monk, but I'll take that shot. Here's a single small-sized arrow launched across the way. Uh, 32 to hit. For That'll hit. <laughs> one damn damage. They're actually resistant to damn damage. Huh. All right, but you hit him for one damage? Yep. First blood. Got him. The crowd goes wild. Took his earlobe off. <laughs> and then it's going to be this monk's turn. Northern monk is going to, not seeing that return fire of arrows going to run. Uh, um, he's going to provoke as he comes around that uh, spot, because as size large, I have 10 foot reach. So, one scimitar attack. Pew. That is a 35? 
That'll do. Okie doke. That is 15 points of slashy damage. Alright, yeah, you get them good with your massive scimitar. And he, uh, he looks surprised with how much that hurt. He's like, I heard you killed my brother! And he comes with a hook sword. So it's a 29. Does not hit. Alright. So, he misses. And up next is Rakurai. Okay, Rakurai is going to also pull out a longbow. So, yeah, as a swift action, Rakurai will challenge that monk. He'll tell him, Let us see who is better with the bow. And so that southern monk at 21 on the turn order is challenged by Rakurai. Alright. And here is a single longbow attack at him, of course. That's a 21 to hit. Ooh, that'll do. 17 damage. Nice. Yeah, you get one right in his shoulder, and he plops up against the pillar in the middle. Good shot. And now we have Rakurai and Nutmeg on the far eastern pillar, shooting across the battlefield with their bows while the monks are returning fire. We have Ichabod slain flying in the middle of the battlefield, ready to throw spells down at people. And then Captain Bluescale and Ganyavesha, both enlarged and massive, right up in each other's business. And that's where we're going to leave it for the week. Ah, damn. I was about to do some cool shit, man.
<laughs> Surat has written himself a note. You are going to cast fireball on these fuckers, Surat. <laughs> I just had to. I had to remind myself. You tell him that I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna rain rain some shit, so I don't forget. 